Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I love your podcast. This is gold. This is where it's at. What is up, podcast fam? Happy Wednesday. Hope you all are having an amazing week. And if you have not yet done so, please make sure to tune into the episode that just dropped this Monday with Flora the Explorer. FloraTheExplorer.com is an amazing website, blog, with tons of content around travel, grief, mental health, and so much more. I recently reached out to Flora Baker, the creator of FloraTheExplorer.com, and felt compelled to get her on the show. For a few reasons. One, I absolutely love travel and she's a world traveler, has created this entire platform and business around travel and felt compelled to hear about, you know, her stories around traveling and the experiences that she's had over the last several years. And Flora also lost her parents young. She lost both her mom and dad. And there was so much that we connected on around grief, loss, and moving forward after loss. So really grateful to have had her on the show to share a little bit about her experiences and so much more. So with that, before we jump in, if you like the Bits of Gold podcast, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at bitsofgold underscore podcast. With that, let's jump right into it. Bits of Gold number one, get out and see the world. Right away, early on in the podcast, we spoke quite a bit about how a lot of people tend to be more reserved around travel, especially here in the States, as compared to other countries such as the UK, Europe, etc. I know so many people here in the States, and I don't mean to bucket everyone, but many, many people post-college, you don't really hear too many people who are like, hey, you know what, I'm going to take six months, 12 months to go and travel, to go and see the world and experience different cultures and just travel before I jump into the working world and dedicate the remainder of my life to career, work, etc. And it is a lot more common to see and hear that in other countries such as Australia, UK, Europe, etc. And for bits of goal number one, you know, I really admired that Flora went out and traveled and just immersed herself in the countries where she visited. She had story after story about the experiences she had and you know if you go on her blog you can see and read personally firsthand so many of the things that she experienced while traveling so for bits of goal number 1 get out and see the world you know get out of your comfort zone if you're a post college and you're thinking hey do i go and get a job right away or do i go and travel for a little bit i highly encourage you to travel you know i don't want to say that i made a mistake but Post-college, I jumped right into work, and it was the only thing I was focused on. I just wanted to start working. I wanted to start building up my business, and I had a lot of professional goals, desires, dreams, etc., and just jumped right head on in. And I really wish if I could go back with the knowledge and the experience I have now, 
I really would have taken three months, four months, six months, one year to travel. I would have picked different states, different countries, and would have went there and experienced the culture, immersed myself in the culture, eaten the food, learned about history, seen things that I would have never seen before. And I would have taken those experiences with me as I went on to build my life. And I'm certain it would have made me a more well-rounded individual, a more interesting person with more stories. And I'd probably be less inclined to scratch that itch today. And I love travel, but you know, I didn't experience it in college. I didn't study abroad. And after college, I jumped right into work. And knowing what I know now and knowing that work will fill up so much of your future life uh, beyond your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, etc. You know, take the time right out of school to travel. And if you're in, in your 30s, in your 40s, your 50s, it's so much harder to, you know, just let go of, you know, your life and go and say, hey, I'm going to take a month to go and travel. You know, when you're in your 20s, you obviously don't have, you know, nearly the financial responsibility or the bills to pay or family to support, to feed, etc. And those things just make it that much more challenging to get out and see the world. So with that, bits of goal number one, you know, get out and see the world. If you're older, it is so much harder to do. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So this one's especially for the, the people in their 20s. Get out and see the world. Bits of gold number two. This one really focuses much more around grief, but this episode was grief heavy and we do talk quite a bit about the experience in losing our parents young, how we both move forward after you know not losing just our dad, but also our mom and how we navigated that, how we move forward and continue to live today. And this one specifically, bits of goal number two is it's okay. It's okay to feel whatever you may be feeling. One thing that Flora brought up was it's okay to be exhausted. You know, if you're grieving, it can be really hard to hear cliche sayings like live every day as if it were your last. In some ways, loss makes that feeling and that knowledge be amplified. You know that death can be in a moment's notice, your whole life can be flipped, turned upside down. But those cliche sayings like live every day as if it were your last, they can be really hard to hear because when you experience such traumatic loss, it can be really exhausting. It can make you feel like you just want to you know, go under the covers, turn off all the lights and stay in your bed and not get out. And it's okay. you know, It's really okay if you have experienced something traumatic, devastating, hurtful. Loss sucks. And however you grieve, there is no right or wrong way to grieve. And if you are exhausted, it's okay. Flora and I also discussed how we're both traumatized from witnessing both our parents dying. Such a devastating loss at such a young age made us both super hyper aware of how fragile life is, that anything truly can happen in that moment's notice. And there's no guarantees that tomorrow you or your loved ones will wake up healthy and able. And today we spoke about how we carry a lot of PTSD, you know, fear of dying from the most irrational things, a plane crash a bad headache, a mild cold, and our mind can start racing thinking that death is not only possible but near. And I know so many people who have experienced the loss of someone significant and they have and carry with them anxiety on a regular basis. That PTSD is real and 
No, you're not crazy for, you know, being anxious, for being nervous when, you know, you have some cold that's lingering and it won't go away. You know, you've experienced something truly traumatizing and it's okay to have a fear around death now that you've experienced this, you know, significant loss in your life. It's okay. You know, to everyone who's grieving such traumatic loss, I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to just feel okay. It's okay to also feel good. You know, I talk quite a bit how almost two years after my mom passed, I really feel empowered by my loss. I feel good. And obviously the loss sucks. The loss hurts. But I honestly feel empowered. I feel that I have a duty. I have an obligation to go and help those who are grieving, to go and help those who, you know, knowing what I know, knowing that I know how fragile life is, I want to help people build their dream life. That's so empowering to me. And the only reason why I feel so compelled to be on this mission is because of what I experienced firsthand in losing both my mom and dad. And with that, I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to just be okay. And it's also okay to feel to feel good and to feel happy. There is, I want to reiterate it, but there is absolutely no right or wrong way to grieve. There are no rules to the grieving process. There is no end and there is no, you know, there's no start and there is no end. Grief is very complex and it's very individualized and, you know, everyone grieves differently. And I want you to know that if you are grieving now, that you too are not alone and there are many people just like you and me and Flora who have not only experienced significant, significant loss, but have been able to, you know, move forward and go on to build an incredible life that we feel so happy, that we feel glorious about. And I just want you to know that, you know, you are not alone in your grief. Bits of gold number three, live with intention. Introspectively, it is important to do the work where you ask yourself, what do I want to do with my life? And, you know, I really think much of the conversation that Flora and I had was around intention, intentionality, and really asking yourself those questions, you know, how do I want to spend the limited time I have on earth? How do I want to spend that time? And Flora and I discussed how, yes, without a doubt, our loss is amplified us asking those questions. But regardless, loss or no loss, that can be such a powerful tool and question to ask yourself to help guide your life in a more purpose-driven life. And I just really think it's critical to live with intention. You know, you don't want to wake up at 50 years old and just be figuring out that you spent 20, 30, and your 40s and how you're, you're 50 years old and you, you spent the last 30 years just wandering, not actually living the life you want to live, not doing the things you wanted to do, not doing it because it's what makes you come alive or because you had that intentionality behind it, just because it was sort of the direction you you landed in. But I really think it's important to do that in introspective work and start to have that inner dialogue with yourself, asking yourself, who do I want to become? Where do I want to see my life when I'm 50 years old, when I'm 60 years old? How do I want to spend you know, my limited time on earth? How do I want to spend the time to wake up every day and step into my dream life? What does that look like? 
These are all just questions, giving you an idea of questions you can ask yourself to create more intention and more purpose behind your life. Bit of gold number four, Flora's bit of gold. Write down the top three things that make you the happiest and try to orient your life so those things are priority every day. You know, I think Flora hits the nail on the head and it goes back to living a purpose-driven life, living with intention. You know, think about what are the things that make you the happiest and try to build a life every day around it. I know in a prior solo episode, you know, I wrote down my four daily goals that I try to achieve every day. Be happy, smile, gratitude. And I think it's very important to write down your goals, write down the three things that make you happy. Try to live it every day. Try to build your dream life by doing the things that make you the happiest. And there you have it. That was Flora's a bit of gold. So with that, if you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We can be found at Bits of Gold Podcast and on Instagram, Bits of Gold underscore podcast with that new episode dropping this Friday. Hope you have an amazing rest of the week. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. I love your podcast. This is gold. This is where it's at. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.